Today's year begins seven lines from the top of Daf Nun Zayin. Let us point out that from this point till the Mishnah, the Gemara will be dealing with one topic. We will be focusing on the Machlokes Tanoim between Rabbi Yehuda and Rabbi Yossi regarding a woman's agreement to receive less than the uh, formal ksuba requirement. If we speak about a besula, so we know she gets 200 zuz. We saw an arrangement whereby she can write a receipt or say to her husband that I consider it as if I received already 100. And he's then obligated to a ksuba of merely 100 for the Basula wife. We have a highly structured piece of Gemara, and we will also be providing some tables uh, in order to follow the different opinions that we see in the Gemara. A Gemara like this is characterized by many, many names. For some, that presents a great difficulty because you, for every name and possibility that it, that accounts for an additional variable. So we're going to have to bear in mind numerous names and situations, and in order to assist in that effort, we're going to also rely on the charts that we have on the in the margins of our Gemara. In addition to the charts, we also have geometric shapes, and in order to appreciate those, we glance at the side of the Gemara, where we have our Nosei Mivneh heading, the Nosei, the topic heading, the Mivneh structural note, which we've combined into one. So we have diamonds, and you'll notice that the diamonds highlight Ki Osa Ravdimi, and later Ki Osa Ravin, that you can see on the fifth wide line of the Gemara. These are L'Shoinus Ravdimi V'Ravin, each one, Rav Dimi and Ravin, will present Rabbi Yeshua ben Levi and Rabbi Yochanan. Regarding that machlokis, can a woman forego a, a part of her ksuba? Orally, or only if she writes a formal receipt. You'll notice that just in this mere, in this simple presentation, we have six names. That is Ravdimi and Ravin, who then present Rabbi Shuban. Each one presents Rabbi Shuban Levi and Rabbi Yochanan, who in turn refer to the Machlokes Tanoim, Rabbi Yosi and Rabbi Yehuda. The crown shape that you see highlights the word machloikes. It highlights where, uh, under what circumstances there is a machlokes. A, and that's a reference to the machlokes tanoi between Rabbi Yehuda and Rabbi Yossi. And under what circumstances is there no machlokes. You'll see a bowtie shape used to highlight the name Rabbi Avo. And you'll see that in each presentation, Rabbi Avo, who, by the way, we didn't mention his name in amongst the six names, but we're going to be introducing later in the Gemara, Rabbi, Av- Rabbi Avo, and then a comment made by Rav Papa on that which uh, Rabbi Avo said. So we're suggesting there are quite a few different names in this piece of Gemara. We're also going to be seeing expressions that refer to, you'll see, Tchilo and Sof, the beginning of something and the end of something. Those somethings are Chupa and Bia. Chupa is the uh, entrance of the couple under a marriage canopy, and Bia is the act of intimacy that follows their. Nisuin, namely, that follows the um, the ritual, if you will, or the practice of going under the marriage canopy. 
We're going to be focusing on these points in time, Tchilah and Sof of each one, and let us emphasize that at, uh, at a certain point in this discussion, you will notice that two phrases that represent uh, times are actually overlapping. In other words, when we refer to the end of the chuppah, that is the same as the beginning of biyah. Biyah being that act of intimacy. So we have these different time frames and the possibility of an oral uh, foregoing or forfeiting of part of the ksuba that is a uh, it's a greater possibility if it takes place we'll say early on as things progress but once things once it, we once the couple gets more and more as closer or more intimate with what with one another then the only way that we would say that uh, she can, uh, let's say, forfeit the, a part of the ksuba, then we would insist on something written. But the, uh, the earlier in the, uh, in the scheme of things, there, that increases, we'll say, the possibility of an oral forfeiting, an oral foregoing of part of the ksuba that we've been discussing. So far, our hope is that we're making some sense, but... It could be somewhat abstract uh, still for some listeners. As we go on in the Gemara, maybe what we'll do is we'll take a look at uh, chart number one. This chart, we're going to say, is the Rabbi Avo approach to things. You'll notice the chart on the left-hand side of your Gemara page. Pretty much like opposite halfway down the Gemara text. You can see a chart and a Roman numeral number one. On this chart, under that um, heading, Tavla, Tavla is a table, Roman numeral number one, on the Machlokas we saw on Dafnun Vavamit base, and we note in the upper right-hand corner of this chart, of this table, this is according to Rebbe Avol. Now, reading across the top of the chart, we have the different time, the points in time. Tchilas chupa, that's the, as the couple enters the marriage canopy. Then there's a time called sof chupa, which overlaps, which is the same as tchilas bia. And then there's sof bia, that's after the couple has completed their intimacy. The issue is, can a woman forego the ksuba without uh, forego part of the ksuba without her actually writing a receipt now the the opinion that is associated with the writing of the receipt this is the we, we saw this in the uh, in the mishnah uh, we'll say associated with Rabbi Yehuda the idea of alpeh that will associate with Rabiosi. The issue that we continue to deal with is, is uh, under what circumstances do they, Rabiuda and Rabiosi, argue? So if we continue now reading our chart <coughs> or the table, you'll see going down the right hand side, you see Ravdimi, Kolin, and then you have Rabishu ben Levi and Rabiochanan. And then later down on the chart, you see Ravin and his presentation of Rabbi Yeshua ben Levi and Rabbi Yochanan. So now, reading Rav Dimi's presentation of Rabbi Yeshua ben Levi, he will tell you that the Machlokes Tanoim exists at Tchilas Chupa. In other words, under, at, at that point, at Tchilas Chupa, it's then that Rabiosi will accept an oral forfeiting on the woman's part. But only then. If you, go f- if you reach something called Sof Bia, if you read that chart on Ravdimi's version of Rabbi Yeshua ben Levi, you'll see, you'll see that if you reach, when you reach Sof Bia, 
then everyone is in agreement that the woman is not mocheles. Rabbi Avo, in our Gemara, will be telling us that what appeared on, at, uh, when you read the Gemara text as a machlokis between Rabbi Yochanan and Rabbi Levi, it's not a machlokis. Rabbi Avo claims that Rabbi Yochanan and Rabbi Shub and Levi are not arguing with one another. So if we continue reading on our chart, Rabbi Yochanan says that Tchilas Chupop, like Rabbi Yeshua ben Levi, <clears throat> that's when you'll have a Machlokis Tanoim. What about Sof Chupah, which is Tchilas Biyah? So Rabbi Yochanan says, there's a Machlokis then too. That's not at odds, that's not at odds with anything that Rabbi Yeshua ben Levi said. Simply put, Rabbi Yeshua ben Levi didn't even address that time period according to Rabbi Avo's presentation. And as far as Rabbi Yochanan and Sof-Biyah, Rabbi Yochanan doesn't comment on Sof-Biyah. He's in agreement with Rabbi Yeshua ben Levi that Sof-Biyah, everyone agrees, there's no mocheles alpeh, there's no oral forfeiting. When we continue on the chart, we then see Ravan's <coughs> presentation of Rabbi Yeshua ben Levi and Rabbi Yochanan. One thing that we must note is that according to Rabbi Avol's approach, Ravin and Ravdimi have a point of disagreement. And you can see it immediately. For example, Ravin's version of Rabbi Yeshua ben Levi claims that at Chilas Chupah, Divrei Kol Mochelis, everyone, that means even Rabbi Yehuda will agree the woman can forfeit the part of her ksuba orally. What did Rav Dimi's version of Rabbi Shulam Levi claim on that? Now he said that is some achlokes. Ravin's version of Rabbi Shulam Levi says everyone is in agreement that she's mocheles. In fact, if you do a survey of Rabbi Shulam Le- of, of Ravin's uh, different possibilities of Rabbi Yeshuvah Levi and Rabbi Yochanan, you'll notice that under Ravin, there is no point at which uh, any of them claim that everyone will agree that Eino Mocheles. Therefore, according to Ravin, it comes out, Ravin's version of, of Rabbi Yossi is that she will always be able to verbally forfeit a part of her ksuba. No need for writing, according to Rabbi Ravan's version of Rabbi Yossi, as Ravan presents Rabbi Shubhan Levi and Rabbi Yochanan. <clears throat> so, if we continue reading our chart, <clears throat> Ravan says that according to Rabbi Shubhan Levi, at the point of Tchilas Chopa, everyone agrees the Isha, the woman, is Mocheles. She can do the oral um, forfeiting. When you reach the Sof Chopa, which is Tchilas Biyah, at that point, you will find a Machlokes Tanoim. And it's at that point that Rebutus says, it's too far into the relationship that an oral forfeiting would be enough. She would have to write it out. Now, according to Rabbi Yochanan, as Rabbi Avo presents things, once again, when we read the Gemara, it will appear as if Rabbi Yochanan is arguing on Rabbi Shubin Levi, but Rabbi Avo says no, that Rabbi Yochanan is not arguing on him, and all that Rabbi Yochanan means to say is that at Sof Chupa, which is Tchilas Biyop, there is a Machlokes. Well, that's what Rabbi Shubin Levi said also. And, as far as Sof Biyop is concerned, Rabbi Yochanan says, that too is a point of machlokes. Rabbi Yochanan, as far as Rabbi Avo is concerned, doesn't really discuss the issue of tchilas chupa. So that, uh, after all is said and done, you will see, both according to Rav Dimi and according to Ravin, Rabbi Yeshua ben Levin and Rabbi Yochanan are not arguing with one another. As far as Rav Dimi and Ravin is concerned, they are arguing with one another. And you can see that on the, just by looking at the chart, when you look at uh, Rav Dimi and Tchilas Biyah, he claims that's a machlokes. When you look at Ravin and Tchilas Chupa, he claims that, that according to Rabbi Yeshua ben Levi, 
everyone will agree she can be Machilas. Ravdimi's version of Rabbi Shuban Levi had not so, not, not Divrei Akomachas, rather Machlokas. Now, as we turn to the Gemara text itself, we uh, pick up the Gemara seven lines from the top. Ki also Ravdimi, Omar Rabbi Shimon ben Pazi, Omar Rabbi Yeshua ben Levi, Mishum Bar Kapara. The Gemara itself has quite a few more names than we presented, but it's what's a standard situation of a string of names, and the same say sequence of names you will see later when Ravan introduces these shitas as well. So we've just we've chosen uh, specific names in presenting the sukya. So Rabbi according to uh, Rav Dimi and his presentation of Rishu ben Levi, Machloikas, the word Machloikas is a reference to the Machloikas Tanoim, Rabbi Yehuda, and Rabbi Yossi, Betchila. And at this point, we're not going to explain that which we already did explain by looking at the tables, at the first table, uh, Roman numeral number one, but at this point, we have to play along and just take the word at face value. Where Bishu Ben Levi claims that there's a machlokas tanoim betchila. Avol basof. Again, this word basof vague. It means at the end. All will agree. Eino mocheles. There's no longer any possibility of an oral forfeiting. The forfeiting on the part of the woman takes place only if she writes out a receipt. Rabbi Yochanan Amar Bein Bazu. Bain Bazu Machlokas. And if you look at this like superficially, he says whether it's Betchila or Basof, there is a Machlokas. So as we, at, at, at first glance, it would appear that Rabbi Yeshua ben Levi and Rabbi Yochanan are arguing. According to Rabbi Yeshua ben Levi, there's a Machlokas at the beginning, but not Basof. So if you were to focus on that time period called Sof, According to Rabbi Yeshua ben Levi, everyone agrees not mocheles, and according to Rabbi Yochanan, there still is a machlokes. Now we're not wasting our time by presenting this because what we just said, namely we call it the superficial looking at things that po- that present Rabbi Yeshua ben Levi as arguing with Rabbi Yochanan, that approach, in fact, is the approach that Rav Papa, who appears. Later in the sukya is the approach he prefers to take, and we can tell you ahead of time that Rav Papa would prefer having Rabbi Shuban Levi and Rabbi Yochanan arguing rather than have Rav Dimi and Ravin arguing. Let's continue in the Gemara. Omar Rabbi Avol. It was told to me by Rabbi Yochanan. And Rabbi Yochanan was one of the two opinions we just saw. He, Rabbi Yochanan told me, says Rabbi Avo, Dianov Rabbi Yeshua ben Levi, lo palugino nahadodi. That uh, I, Rabbi Yochanan, Rabbi Yeshua ben Levi, are not arguing with one another. Now, that, the, that, that we know to say that Rabbi Yochanan, Rabbi Yeshua ben Levi, are not arguing with one another, that's thanks to Rabbi Avo. Later in the Gemara, Rav Papa will say, if not for Rabbi Avo's comment, if not for his report on that which he received from Rabbi Yochanan, if we, just, if we had just Rabbi Shulman Levi and Rabbi Yochanan, I, says Rav Papa, wouldn't agree with what we're about to hear. But look, if Rabbi Avo said it, he said it. We're not going to argue on uh, Rabbi Avo's uh, report. So, what did Rabbi Avol say? He says, well, I was told by Rabbi Yochanan Danov, Rabbi Shuban Levi, Lopulginadodi, that we're not arguing with one another. My betchilo de koma Rabbi Shuban Levi. Rabbi Shuban Levi made reference, according to Rav Dimi, of atchilo, there is a machlokes. What did he mean, betchilo? There is a machlokes. Answer tchilas chupa. At the, at the very beginning of the Nisuan process, at the beginning, at the beginning of the Chupa, then we have the Machlokes Tanoim. Between Rabbi Yossi, oral forfeiting is enough, and Rabbi Yudha say, no, it's too late for that. Umay Soif, and what does Soif of Rabbi Shua ben Levi mean, which, in which he says, everyone agrees, 
not Mochelis, everyone, meaning even Rebuda, who was, even, uh, sorry, even Rebiosi, who was in favor of the oral forfeiting, even Rebiosi agrees, Ain't a Mochelis. You know what self means? Self Bia. It's very late. It's the end of the Bia time. So there are basically two time extremes that are referred to by Reb Shoben Levi. Betchila meaning Tchilas Chopah, and Sof is Sof Bia. At those two extremes, those, those are the time periods where Bishub and Levi address the two extremities, we'll say. And when I said whether it's this or that, there is a machlokes. In other words, when I, Rabbi Yochanan said what I did, making no reference to any Divrei Akol situation, well, I'll tell you, Tchilas Chupa, the Sof. I was referring to Tchilas Bia, and when I spoke about Sof, I said, remember, Rabbi Yochanan said, Bein Bezu, Bein Bezu, whether it's Betchila or Besof. But what did the Tchila and Sof of Rabbi Yochanan mean? So the Tchila of Rabbi Yochanan meant Tchilas Chupa, there's a Machlokes. What did, uh, what did Rabbi Yeshua ben Levi say about Tchilas Chupa? Also, Machlokes. What does Sof mean according to Rabbi Yochanan? Sof? Sof Chupa. Not Sof Bia. Sof Chupa. It's an earlier time period. Which is synonymous with Tchilas Bia. At that point, there still is a Machlokis. And, and we add the Iker. The act, we add the main point. But Sof Bia, Rabbi Yochanan concedes. Everyone will agree. Eino Mocheles. Just like Rabbi Yeshua ben Levi. So this point that there's no argument between Rabbi Yeshua ben Levi and Rabbi Yochanan, this is something that we learned from Rabbi Avol. And all of this was presented by Rav Dimi. So that the result is that when you're, when you're according to Rav Dimi, when you're at the Tchilas Chupa, everyone agrees there's a Machlokes. Ki also Ravin Omar Rabbi Shimon ben Pazi all the names are the same as we saw when Rav Dimi presented his case and therefore we're again we're just focusing on, on chosen names Rovin's version of Rav Shuram Levi Machloikis Lebesov Avo Betchila Divrei Hakol Mecheles if you will Rovin's approach is a more lenient approach where by, whereby we mean what we mean to say lenient is that there's a an easy uh, more a, a woman can more easily forfeit under Rovin's circumstances, namely that you have a of a tchila situation where all tanoim would agree she can orally forfeit. So Rabbi Yeshua ben Levi's uh, shita. Uh, according to Ravan, is that there's a machlokis besof, but betchila everyone agrees mocheles. Rabbi Yochanan Omar bein bezu bein bezu machlokis. Whether it's betchila or basof, there is a machlokis. So when you look at things again at first glance, he's saying there's always a machlokis, even betchila. Rabbi Shoben Levi said that betchila everyone agrees. There's no machlokis. The same as we saw above, I was told by Rabbi Yochanan that I and Rabbi Shem Levi are not arguing with one another. My libesof, Rabbi Yochanan Levi, Rabbi Shem Levi said that besof there is a machlokes. What time period is that? Sof chupa. And we wrote in our Mark Gemaras, our Shas Ozer, we wrote Sof Chupa is the same as Tchilas Bia. Umay Tchila. And what is Tchila of Yibeshu and Levi? Where he said, everyone agrees, Mocheles. That's Tchilas Chupa. That's at the very beginning. Beginning of the Chupa. V'chi kwamina no bein bezu, bein bezu machlikes. And when I said that whether it's Tchila or Sof, there's a machlikes. I was referring to Tchilas Bia, Vesof Bia. Tchilas Bia is the same as Sof Chupa. 
What did uh, Rabbi Yeshua ben Levi say about Sof Chupa? He said that at that point there's a machlokes. What does Rabbi Yochanan say about Sof Chupa? There's a machlokes. Rabbi Yochanan says that Sof Bia is also a point in time in which there's a machlokes. Rabbi Yeshua ben Levi didn't address that time period. Sof Bia. So that that having been said, there's no machlokas uh, according to Rovin's presentation of Rabbi Yeshua ben Levi and Rabbi Yochanan. There's no machlokas between Rabbi Yeshua ben Levi and Rabbi Yochanan. We saw when we presented the sukya on the chart that between Rav Dimi and Rovin there is a machlokas. What's the difference between those opinions? According to Rav Dimi, Tchilas Chupa, you'll find that Rabbi Yeshua ben Levi claims it's a machlokis. According to Rovin's version of Rabbi Yeshua ben Levi, at Tchilas Chupa, everyone agrees, Mocheles. So you have essentially, a, a according to this approach, we'll call it the Rabbi Avo approach, we have a machlokis between Rav Dimi and Rovin as to what Rabbi Yeshua ben Levi had said now, I want to say something that is based on the continuation of the Gemara, and especially that which you see in Rashi. It might sound a little harsh, but when you look at, uh, at, at this approach, we call it the Rebbe Avo approach, uh, Rav Dimi and Rovin cannot both be right. In other words, each one, Rav Dimi and Rovin, are presenting what did Rabbi Yeshua ben Levi say? One is telling the truth, and one is not. That having been said, that's Rabbi Avol's approach to things. We have machlokasim uh, in in terms of let's say that that type of machlokas. called you can say black or white. It's one is telling the truth and one is not. The other type of type of machlokasim which have to do with um, we'll say subjective matters what needs to be emphasized what needs to be de-emphasized those are machlokasim but they are we'll sort of we'll have to say they're not black and white but rather they are machlokasim that reflect we'll say subjective interpretation but according to the way we've seen things up till now, through the eyes of Rabbi Avo, Rav Dimi and Ravan are arguing with one another as to what did Rabbi Yeshua ben Levi say. It's either this way or that way. They can't both be correct. Now, let's continue in the Gemara. And maybe before we do so, let us take a look at chart number two. This chart presents the... Uh, opinions of Rabbi Shemulevi and Rabbi Yochanan through the eyes of Rav Papa. Rav Papa enters the picture by saying, listen, if we didn't have Rabbi Avo claiming that uh, Rabbi Yochanan told him that he and Rabbi Shemulevi don't argue with one another, I would have said that Rabbi Yochanan and Rabbi Yoshua Levi are arguing with one another. And that Rav Dimi and Ravin are not arguing with one another. Let's take a look at things through the the uh, chart or the table that we have uh, on the on the opposite margin. You'll find on the right hand side of your marked Gemara, about halfway down, the Tavla Roman numeral number two. We call it Rav Papa. Rav Dimi will tell us that there's a Machlokes Betchilas Bia which is Dahainu Sof Chupa. And Rovin will tell us that there is a Machlokes Besov Chupa, which is Betchilas Bia. Essentially the same thing. Now, Rov Dimi has his version of Rabbi Yeshua ben Levi and Rabbi Yochanan, and Rovin has his version of Rabbi Yeshua ben Levi and Rabbi Yochanan. So we're looking at the chart, Let's take a look at Rav Dimi's version of Rabbi Shobin Levi. 
His version of Shemulevi says that a Tchilas Chuppah, he doesn't address that. Sof Chuppah, which is the same as Tchilas Biyop, Rabbi Yeshua ben Levi says that there's a machlokis tanoim. At Sof Biyop, Rabbi Yeshua ben Levi tells us that everyone agrees, Eino Mocheles. It's too late, she can't be Mocheles. Rabbi Yochanan, he tells us that at the Sof Chopo Tchilas there is a Machlokes. That is the same as Rabbi Yeshua ben Levi. However, Rabbi Yochanan says that when it comes to Sof Biyah, there is still a Machlokes. As opposed to Rabbi Yeshua ben Levi, he said that at that point, it's too late. Everyone would agree she's not Mocheles. Rabbi Yochanan feels that even though it's so late in the game, Rabbi Yossi will still say that an oral forfeiting is possible. Now we look at Rovin's version of Rabbi Shoban Levi. He says that at Tchilas Chuppah, everyone agrees she could be Mocheles. Do you see that R- Ravdimi's version of Rabbi Shuban Levi on Tchilas Chuppah didn't even address that? So we can't say that Ravdimi and Ravan are arguing about what Rabbi Yeshua ben Levi said. He's simply, uh, Ravdi, as far as Ravdimi is concerned, Shua, he doesn't, we don't have any record as to what Rabbi Yeshua ben Levi said about that time period, and thanks to Ravan, so we know that Rabbi Yeshua ben Levi at that point in time said, everyone agrees she could be Mocheles. Rabbi Yochanan, actually, as far as Rabbi Yeshua ben Levi is concerned, when you get to Sof Chopor Tchilas at that point, there would be a machlokes. When you look at Rabbi Yochanan, at Tchilas Chupa, there is a machlokes. Not that everyone agrees. You can see that Rabbi Yeshua ben Levi and Rabbi Yochanan would be arguing. According to Rav Dimi, if you just back up a bit, when you look at the Sof Biyah situation, there too, you see Rabbi Yeshua ben Levi and Rabbi Yochanan arguing. As far as Rovin's version of Rabbi Yochanan concerning the Sof Chupa, that time period is a machlokis. That's what you can see on the chart. So that what you come away with when from Rav Papa is that Rav Dimi and Rovin are not arguing with one another as far as what uh, what the uh, the earlier uh, Amoroyim had said. So that as far as Ravdimi and Ravan are concerned, they are both correct. In other words, Ravdimi and Ravan do not um, do not present a uh, a conflict uh, with regard to what each particular Amora had said. In other words, Ravdimi's Rabbi Yeshua ben Levi can coexist with Ravan's Rabbi Yeshua ben Levi. So they're not arguing as to what Rabbi Yeshua ben Levi said. Likewise, Rav Dimi and Ravan are not arguing as to what Rabbi Yochanan had said. So now the Gemara. Omar Rav Papa. He loved the Omar Rabbi Avo if Rabbi Avo had not said the following. Follows a quote, it's a whole a line in a word. I was told by Rabbi Yochanan that uh, that we are not arguing with one another. Had, had that not existed, that namely that comment of Rabbi Avo, so Rav Papa says, Hava Amino, I would have figured, I would have thought that Rabbi Yochanan, Rabbi Yeshua ben Levi, pligi, Rav Dimi v'Ravin lo pligi. My sof de Koma Ravin, when Ravin spoke about a machlokes besof, what was the sof that Ravin was referring to? Sof chupa. Umay tchila de Koma Ravdimi, 
Rav Dimi had said that at, at the Tchilah there was a Machlokis. Just like Rovin said that uh, at, at Sof there was a Machlokis, Rav Dimi had said, Betchila there's a Machlokis. And what does Tchila of Rav Dimi mean where there is a Machlokis? Tchilas Bia. Tchilas Bia is the same as Sof Chupa. So it comes out that, that uh, Rovin, who said Sof, that, uh, concerning which there's a Machlokis, and Ravdimi, who spoke about Tchila, uh, concerning which there is a Machlokis, they're basically talking about the same time period. And that same, and what is that? It's uh, Sof Chupa. My Komash Molon. Here the Gemara is asking a, a, very, a very, very basic kind of question. And, and that is, what is Rav Papa's um, agenda over here? By telling us if, if Rabbi Avo had not said what he did. But he did say it. He said it, he can, and, and, and Rav Popo recognizes it. He's, he's not denying that it was said. What, is, what message is Rav Popo trying to communicate to us by telling us, had Rabbi Avo not said what he did? The Gemara answers, Ha Komash Molon. The following is what he wants us to understand. It's a, it's a, a, a lesson that is beyond this particular sugya per se. Because this sugya per se has been dictated to us by Rabbi Avo. But in general, if you have a situation where there are, let's say, uh, deos that appear to be arguing with one another, and you have to struggle in how to understand and formulate the machlokas, and you have, let's say, you have two options... The following is what Reb Fobel wants us to be, wants, wants us to understand. The pligi trei amaroi ataimo dinafshayu. It would be say, preferable to have, uh, like in this case, Reb Shuben Levi and Reb Yochanan arguing about something that we'll, we'll call it conceptual. Velo pligi trei amaroi alibo dechad amora. Rather than have two Amoroyim like Ravdimi and Ravin arguing as to what one Amora had said, as, as for example, as as, as having Ravdimi and Ravin arguing as to what did Rabbi Yeshua ben Levi say, because in that case one is it, one is is lying. I think as you'll see in if you look in the Rashi, he uses a very harsh language. They, they cannot both be right. So that if we uh, take a look together in the Rashi, uh, we're looking at Rashi together in the wide lines, the sixth of the wide lines under the Gemara's uh, under the Gemara text. We find Amoraim arguing with one another. Kol chad aliba Each one presenting his own opinion of matters. Utre Amoroi achrini depligi beplukta dahanach Amoroi, and two other Amoraim who are arguing concerning the this earlier machlokas Amoraim. This one the fushi milsa betray lishni, and they stand in front of you. Two paths in which to uh, 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 analyze the, we'll say the the later Amoroyim vis-à-vis the earlier Amoroyim. Chadominayu, one approach is miflug tre Amoroy alibo denafshayu that you have two uh, Amoroyim using uh, our examples Rabbi Yochanan and Rabbi Levi have their own let's say conceptual machlokas. Each one says his own interpretation. Kagon Rabbi Yochanan, Rabbi Shuban Levi. Those are the uh, Rabbi Yochanan is giving his interpretation of the Machlokes Tanoim, and Rabbi Shuban Levi is giving his interpretation of the Machlokes of, of the Machlokes Tanoim. Alibo Mifligi, and the later two Amoroyim Rav. Ravdimi and Ravin, when you when you take those two and and focus them on one of the earlier opinions, lo they're not arguing with one another. Elo Amri Chada Milsa, namely Ravin 
and Rav Dimi agree as to what Rabbi Yeshua ben Levi had said. V'chadom in Lishna, another approach to this situation, Mifligi tre Amoroi alibo dechad, that the two later Amoroim, Rav Dimi and Ravin, are themselves arguing within one of the earlier Amoroim. Kigom Rav Dimi Ravin, Umashvi Milsa de tre Amoroi, Kamoi, Chada Milsa. And uh, they, Rav Dimi and Ravin, had made the earlier opinions, uh, namely the opinions of Rav Yochanan and Rav Shobin Levi, as they are not arguing. Those are your two approaches. Shavkino Nahi Lishna, we would uh, abandon, leave aside, reject the second approach, the where you would have uh, Rav Dimi and Ravin arguing as to what did Rabbi Yeshua ben Levi say? Fenaktinon hahi, and rather take the first approach, the Mifilgi Tremoroy Alibadan Afshayo, where Rabbi Yochanan and Rabbi Yeshua ben Levi are arguing between themselves. Rabbi, uh, you have Rabbi Yochanan's presentation of the Machlokes Tanoim, and you have Rabbi Yeshua ben Levi's presentation of the Machlokes Tanoim. The Chitliki. When you have a situation where, like we saw uh, Rabbi Avo's approach, which said that Rav Dimi and Ravin argued as to what did Rabbi Yeshua ben Levi say, each one says, thusly said Rabbi Yeshua, thusly said Rabbi Yeshua ben Levi, here we see Rashi uses that, one of them is lying. However, when you find two Amoroim arguing over a law or uh, a din, uh, generally speaking, covers uh, monetary matters or matters of of Yisraveter matters of religious concern, each one is saying. Uh, it appears more likely this way, and the other one saying it appear more, appears more likely that way. In kan sheker, you don't have an issue of a lie. Kochad v'chad ko'omar. Each one is saying his own take on things. Mar yoiv taimol etero, mar yoiv taimol One gives reasons for being more lenient. The other one gives more reasons for being more restrictive. Mar medami mil silvahachi, mar medami Each one compares the matter at hand to something else. And at the end of the day, you can say, Both have uh, truth to them. Sometimes this reason is more applicable, and sometimes that reason is more applicable. As, as life goes on and time goes on, uh, reasons change according to uh, different changes in other circumstances. So, just to uh, summarize, we have Rabbi Avo in his actual presentation of uh, Ravin and Rav Dimi, and you have Rav Papa's take on things, which differs from the, uh, which theoretically differs from the approach that Rabbi Avo had suggested here. I say theoretically because in actuality Rav Pop is not denying what Rabbi Avo said. But if in, an, in another case, given a choice of these two paths, you can see that Rav Papa would have chosen a different path of analysis. We now turn back to the Gemara. We have a new Mishnah. <laughs> We give the, the basula, the girl, 12 months from the point at which the husband, the Oros, uh, asks to, uh, to enter Nisuin. So from the point that he's Tovah, he, he, he uh, requests from her, he, he uh, instructs her, let us, let us approach Nisuin. From that point, Twelve months are given for her to lefarnes his asma to get her uh, her needs together. 
this includes Rashi speaks about the tachshitin, different uh, jewelry and cosmetics that uh, that a, a woman needs. And just like we give for the woman that amount of time, we also realize that the man needs time as well to get the the funds needed for the meal and other tzorchei chupa matters. That's 12 months that we give to the basula. The Rashi on the Mishnah says, uh, to inform her, to literally to warn her regarding chupa matters uh, and to get her other needs or tachshitim in order. The Mishnah goes on, Ulalmona Shloishim Yom. The woman who is getting married for a second time, she was getting married as a widow, we give her 30 days with regard to uh, the time between the uh, you know, what we'll call the, the first stage and the second stage of her marriage. Higiazman Velo Nisu when 12 months have gone by in the case of the Bsula, or 30 days in the case of Amona, and they didn't consummate their marriage with Nisuin, so the women at that point uh, are uh, entitled to be supported by the husbands. And if the husband is a Kohen, she's entitled at that point to eat Truma. As the Mishnah goes on, it deals with the case of a man who is a Kohen. The husband is a Kohen. And the uh, the time has come. So what exactly does he give her? Rabbi Tafanomer Noistin Law Hakol Truma. She's given exclusively Truma. No Hulin and Truma, but just Truma. Now, the, there's a problem, and Rashi alludes to it, a woman, when she's Tamea, and a woman, uh, assuming the woman's a regular, standard type of woman, on a monthly basis, uh, a couple weeks out of the month, she experiences impurity, she defilement. The female menstrual flow imposes a state on her called Nida, at which point she's Tamea, and she cannot eat Truma. Truma demands a person be in a state of ritual purity, Tahara. So, if she's going to receive only truma, what is she going to do during her Tamea days? She's going to sell the truma. Uh, truma, by the way, is sold only to Kohanim, and hence the market value is less because it has a less, less, less public appeal. She'll sell it uh, when her Tuma days come, or in anticipation of her Tuma days, and she'll buy Hulin. Rabbi Akiva Omer, regarding the same issue as to what the Kohen um, husband provides for her, Mechza Chulin Umechza Truma. Half Chulin for her Tome days and half Truma for her Tor days. Hayavam Enomachil Betruma. The husband that a woman was married to was a Kohen. He died. They had no children. He has a surviving brother. So she's a Yavoma and she's waiting for the Avam to uh, have intimacy with her. Well, during that waiting time, he's not machil betruma. He does not entitle her to eat truma. She might very well have eaten truma while she was married to her husband, the Kohen, but once he dies and she's waiting for a Yavam, she, the Yavam does not entitle her to eat from truma. And now the Mishnah goes on with different Amounts of time. Also, shisha chadoshim mifnei abal v'shisha chadoshim mifnei ayavam. Let us say of those twelve months, during which time she was not going to uh, be eating truma anyway. Six months, the husband was still alive. He died uh, six months uh, into the time period, and the balance of the six months to complete the year was in front of the. She was uh, waiting for the yavam.
we can uh, we should look together at the Rashi at the Rashi that uh, about uh, three four lines from the bottom. Also, Shisha Chadoshim Mifnei Abal Mehanoch Shnei Mosachidish Akvulim Lo Mishetova Abal. Uh, six months of the twelve months from the time that the husband had sought her out to enter Nisuin. We'll see this in the progression of the Mishnah, where for eleven months and, and twenty eight days the husband was still alive. And just and he died, and then it was just one more day of the twelve month period that she was waiting for the Yavam. Self-self means at the end of the day, the husband never became obligated to support her. And this is a, 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 a significant point that Rashi is adding. He's, he's adding that the same would apply if he became obligated in his lifetime. Once he dies, she does not continue eating the truma. The Kenyan Baal Poka, the Kenyan of the husband, the bond that she had with the husband stopped upon his death. However, if all of the time was in the presence of the husband and he simply tarried and didn't complete the Nisuin, there, there would have been a time period that she would have started eating the truma. However, when he dies, that stops. Of course, we're talking about a case where there are no children. Otherwise, we wouldn't be speaking about a yavam at all. Let's now go back to the let's go back to the Mishnah. Three lines from the bottom, case number two: kulon habal yoim echad Even if uh, eleven months and twenty-eight days were while the husband was still alive and the last day the Echad the 29th day was the woman was waiting for the Yavam Okulon Bifnei Yavam Choser Yom Echad Bifnei Habalur she had been uh, with the husband uh, only one day of the 12 months the first day he died and then there was a Yavam Eino Ocheles She's not entitled to eat from Truma during those 12 months. Zu Mishnah Rishona. Up till now, uh, we've, that's, we've, this, is the, this is called the Mishnah Rishona, the earlier teaching, which states that when the time comes, when the 12 months passes, she is entitled to eat. She's entitled to eat from the husband's, uh, uh, the husband's uh, property. The husband's account, the husband's funds. Based in Shalachreim Amru, a later court ruling stated, we continue at the top of Omid Beis, Even if 12 months go by, the woman does not eat from Truma until she actually enters the marriage canopy. So that according to the call the Beis in the Bez Shachrem or the Mishnachrona, the idea of a woman starting to eat from the uh, from the uh, husband's truma um, before an actual nisuin just does not exist.